0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Time's just gone 19 minutes past five. Joining us now on the line from Israel, our correspondent, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Always great to have you on board.
1: Good afternoon. I just have to warn everyone in advance, we're having big storms here at the moment, so the internet okay. might
0: uh, drop. Okay, indeed, Rolene. Uh, we'll just have to do our best. But great to have you on board once again, Rolene. Let's begin with the United Nations once again in action, its vote on the Gaza ceasefire and sideline meetings about uh, atrocities being uh, committed in Gaza on behalf of Israel. That's what they're getting up to right now.
1: Well, first of all, let's talk mm. about the UN General Assembly. They are set to to meet today right. to demand an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Now, the, that went to vote at the um, Sec- Security Council on the weekend, and it was vetoed by the United States. And last night, President Biden saying that he will give Israel everything we need until Hamas is defeated. Whatever we want, we can Mm. have until Hamas is uh, defeated. Uh, So this is a resolution Mm. that the Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, pushed uh, as part of his uh, mandate to invoke Clause 99 of the UN Charter, which says basically that any... A threat to international peace He has the right to to invoke uh, An immediate resolution However, these resolutions are non-binding
0: mm-hmm.
1: Now, um, what I really find quite extraordinary Is we've had so many conflicts around the world Including with our neighbours in Syria Still a civil war Hundreds of thousands of people killed And not once has he invoked uh, clause 99. Uh, we've also had, um, you know, no sessions on the sideline of any genocide or any atrocities when it comes to Russia and Ukraine. And, and, and again, it's the UN, uh, and, and I'm going to be controversial here. Uh, I, I think they've actually declared war on, on Israel. I mean, it, it's taken so long for UN women. To even acknowledge sexual violence and, and, and rape committed against Israeli women and girls, and some uh, some males. And I know people must be thinking, you know, why does Raleen hop on about it? I hop on about it because it's important that you understand exactly what happened mm-hmm. here on the seventh of October uh, and how for the first time in the history of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict we've seen rape used as a weapon of uh, war. Uh, I, I see the United Nations tweeting out today that they are an impartial mediator for peace. I, I, I think they must be trolling me, Michael.
0: Mm, indeed. Yeah. And uh, speaking, speaking of, you know, one being flabbergasted at this point in time, there's now this meeting, as I mentioned to you, Rolene, that's going to happen on the sidelines to discuss now Israeli atrocities in Gaza.
1: Okay, so let's first of all define uh, atrocities. To uh, define the, the word that they're going to use right. Which is genocide And uh, let's first put everything into perspective Israel is at war with Gaza well, with uh, Hamas. This is a war we did not want or ask for this or, or, or start this was started by Hamas now Israel as per the, the rules of engagement uh, and and also uh, the, the Geneva Convention we are bound to ensure that Palestinian civilians receive all the humanitarian aid that they require through mm-hmm. a third party that has been done uh, what what uh, Israel has said to the United Nations is that you need to do better to ensure that that aid goes to civilians and not to Hamas, which it has been doing. Also, how can a country, bearing in mind that the military of Israel goes above and beyond any requirements of international law and any um, uh, any action by any other military to ensure that civilians are kept as safe as possible? This includes phoning them to tell them to get to safety, dropping pamphlets, sending text messages, setting up humanitarian corridors at great risk to our troops, uh, as we saw with Hamas firing on those civilians heading to to the safe zone. Yes, Al-Mawasa is not 100% uh, safe. No place is in a time of war. But uh, I would challenge the United Nations and anyone to show me any army that has sent a grid Of their intended combat zone to civilians at great risk to their military strategy, Mm -hmm. um, to to show them where to go for safety.
0: Indeed, you've repeatedly said that, haven't you, in previous uh, programs, Roline? But anyway, uh, we just hope that sinks in at this point in time, or at some other time. uh, Call it what you may. Let's move on to the International uh, Committee for uh, the Red Cross chief. Has he arrived in Israel? Has he met with officials and hostages' families?
1: He hasn't arrived yet is on his way, he's due to land okay. in Israel, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, a lot of criticism there, a lot of mm-hmm. criticism mm-hmm. for the way that the uh, the, the way that the, the Red Cross has basically uh, been nonchalant noncommittal, and, uh, and in Israeli opinions, turned a blind eye to the to the families of the hostages, and our hostages, we are very very concerned, extremely concerned, about the conditions of the 137 remaining hostages uh, some of them young women who we know have been sexually assaulted uh, we saw on the weekend Sacha Baruch may his memory be for a blessing a hostage who was tortured and murdered uh, by Hamas we worry for our men, our brothers, our sons, uh, and 10 um, elderly men over the age of 70 still being held by Hamas. The Red Cross have not visited them. They have not made sure that they receive uh, their medication. Uh, and there was the repugnant comment of the Red Cross to uh, the, the, the family of a hostage over the weekend. Uh, what about the Palestinians? Let me tell you something, and I want to be Extremely clear. Nobody is more aware of the plight of Palestinian civilians than Israelis. Nobody. Mm. We know exactly uh, uh, the conditions that they are living under now. Indeed. We we hurt for them. We, we're angry that this has been forced upon them. We don't want to see anybody suffer. I want to be very clear. Yes, we have had many, many reports of, of Palestinian civilians that were complicit on the 7th of October. That doesn't mean we want to see any innocent civilian suffer at all.
0: Well said, Rolene. Yes, I hope that's come across long and clear. Let's see how the uh, International Committee of Red Cross Chief, uh, how he, uh, how his visit goes with officials and hostages, families, and what message he's going to deliver during his uh, visit. Looking forward to that chat tomorrow when we meet again on the afternoon overdrive. Let's turn our attention to all things maritime at the moment, concerning increased uh, Houthi rebel activity in the Red Sea, what is this? Is this a, is this a calculated siege now, uh, given this uh, waterway to Israeli ports?
1: This is a a huge concern. Yesterday, uh, the French Navy intercepted uh, a a missile uh, bound for for one of their vessels, the Houthi rebels. This is also an Iranian-backed militia, have said that they will attack any ship that is bound for for Israel. And we have seen uh, Houthi militia firing uh, rockets and missiles towards uh, the the Red Sea, towards the south of Mm. Israel. Uh, we also have a statement coming in from, uh, from the IDF just uh, earlier today saying the Israeli Navy has completed the operational processing of the uh, the six-class corvettes, the R 6-class corvettes. Maybe uh, people will know more about that than I am, mm-hmm. and, they, and they've said, uh, and for the first time, a Sa'ar 6 missile ship has sailed to the Red Sea. So, you know, we are on high alert, and we have said that we will turn our attention to anywhere in the Middle East where there are any attacks on uh, I- on israeli installation uh, or israeli
0: oh dear did say that she they were experiencing uh Into inclement weather at the moment Uh, heavy rainstorms and rainfalls happening there at the moment we just unfortunately lost, lost Rolene at that point in time, Yvonne I promise you I have liaised with Rolene on that, I sent her your message and she's ever so grateful for that, so thank you so much for that, Ronnie says the United Nations have declared war on anyone who has any clue about human rights they have Iran heading the Women's Rights Council, the biggest violator of women's rights, they are a sad an absurd joke that comes from Ronnie. I believe we got uh, Rolene back on the... Rolene, are you there? I am
1: here. I heard you were talking about the lovely, lovely message that yes, was sent
0: for Yes, from, from Yvonne, and I've conveyed that to you, and yes, I'm sure you're very grateful for that, and of course, that's everybody's sentiments at this point in time, Rolene. Yeah, I am
1: extremely grateful. Those messages give mm-hmm. us such strength. Indeed. Uh, living through a war is is agony, and uh, it, these messages are so appreciated.
0: Well, our blessings and prayers always with you, Rolin, and all in that part of the world. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Thanks, Rolene, well, once again, for joining us just to give us a detailed update as to what's happening in Israel right now. Right.